about nine lines from the bottom at the first wide line. We left off with uh, um, Rav Yehuda reporting the Mishmul that you can't compare. That you can't compare the case in the um, Tanaic source, which is on the eighth, ninth, tenth line. On this Amud, with our case. My time, and the Gemara asks now, why? Why are they not comparable? So, I put a Roman numeral one in the margin here, and six lines later, last word on the line is Usha. I put a Roman numeral two. So what's the reason that the cases are incomparable? Amr of Yosef, I underline of Yosef. Bishlama itani ibcha. If the Tanaic source above had taught the opposite, not where a father writes the assets to a son, but rather, hakoysef nechasav la'aviv, I underline la'aviv, uh, who writes out that um, his assets after he dies, should go to his father, his father is still alive, and then the father sold him while the son was alive, and then the father died, but now we'd be able to conclude from there, definitively, that a Kenyan Paris is not like a Kenyan Gufdami, which is what he wanted to conclude. That's not the way the Bryce presented the case. Bryce presented it the other way. As a father who's writing out assets for his son, I put those three words in right angles, the reason why that's the case is a different issue, because that son anyway is the first in line who stands to inherit should the father die. Mishum le hu. He's fitting to be the one who would yarshin anyway. And even though normally a Kenyan Paris is like a Kenyan Aguf, here it's, it's the, the, the actual property itself, for sure the father is giving to the son while he's alive, to sell it. The son can sell it if he wants to. Now, what's with the La'achar Misa? Because La'achar Misa, anyway, he's getting his. He's the one who's in line to inherit it. Amar Abaye, I underline Abaye, Abaye says back to Rav Yosef, Atu bra yaris, Abba, Kama, Abba lo yaris bra. True, as far as inheritance goes, a son inherits the father. But as far as inheritance goes, Will a father inherit from a son? Yes, sometimes he will. So says Abai, what? A son can inherit from a father, but in the line of inheritance, Abalo Yaris Bra? So then what's going on over here? Why would the father, why or the son or whoever be doing this? Ella la avruchinu mi brei kaasi. He has his own sons. Remember, this is a, a, a son from like a, a previous marriage. Ella la avruchin hu mi brei. He wants to. Um, have the assets, the reason he's giving everything to his father is because he doesn't want it to go to his sons. Hachanami wants so too over here, if he's giving it to one son out of other sons, he wants to have the assets not be available from the other sons. Ella, my, what then do we mean? We have to go back to the drawing board when the response that Shmuel gave was, okay, so what does that mean? Well, Here's the reason why, and this is where the Roman numeral 2 in the margin picks up, Mishum, Takana Susha. Because of the Takana Usha, Da'amar of Yesibar Chanina, underline Rav Yesibar Chanina, in the city of Usha, it was uh, after the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash, there were a number of decrees that were made, uh, this was one of them, but Usha Hiskinu, Ha'isha Shemachra B'Nichsei Melug, a woman who sells whatever rights she has in her nechsei melug, b'chaye ba'ala, when her husband is alive, umesa, and she uh, dies first, the ba'al can actually be moitzi miyat um, He can actually seize it back 
from those who had purchased it, which means that they're sort of like um, strengthening the rights of the husband in the Kenyan ha peres that he has in his wife's nechse melug. Kama, Amar of Baravin, Af Anan Nami Tanina. We also have a Tanaic source uh, that goes along with the concept of that there's a Takanas Usha. I put a um, triangle around the word, Afnanami Tanina. The word Tanina has a triangle. And um, about halfway down, Peitasamad Aleph, last first word of line is Bray. Near the end of the line is another uh, Tanina, and I put a triangle around that. Both of them are going to be uh, Tanaic sources, which seem to indicate that we do go along with this Takanas Usha. So here's this one. This one goes till the sixth line of Peitasamad Aleph. And starts here. Uh, imagine if you have witnesses. It's going to turn out these witnesses are idiom. But these witnesses testify. We hereby testify about uh, uh, Bob. He divorced his wife, Vinasan Ksubasa, and gave her her Ksubai. Dot underline Vinasan Ksubasa. That's what they testified. Um, oh boy. But Vahrei Tachtav, Umishamashtai. She's still under him, in other words, like they're still living together, and like husband and wife, so then uh, what's going on? Well, we look into it, and it turns out that these witnesses are actually Edim Zaymim, because there were another set of witnesses that came that said the first set that was testifying about that issue couldn't have seen it because they were with us at that time in a different place. So we do not say, Yishalmu kol ksubasa, that they have to pay the entirety of the ksuba, Ella merely the rights of somebody who has a ksuba to sell it to someone else is what they have to pay up. What is that? Well, that's an assessment that's made. How much would a typical uh, businessman be willing to pay for this woman's ksuba? Which then you got to weigh up the options of what happens. There might be a payment in the future. There might not. If this woman in the future becomes a widow or gets divorced, then the buyer would benefit and collect the ksuba, whatever the value of the ksuba was. If the woman uh, that he bought the rights from precedes, she dies first, then the husband would inherit all of that, he basically keeps it, and uh, the buyer would lose. Now, that's another take source if you're going to try to say that there is no Takanasusha that gave the Kenyan Paris the husband has in the uh, assets of his wife like a, a stronger hold on it, then am I one second? Why should it be Yirashana Bala that her husband inherits it? Tazvin Ksubasa Ligamri. She can sell her Ksuba totally. And therefore there must be a Takanasusha that, that that Kenyan Paris husband has is really strong. That would be the um, Rav Eddie Baravin's attempt to show that it must be that we go like to Kanazusha. Amar Abaye, Abaye says, not necessarily. Im Amru, Benirse Malug, remember there's two types of assets that a woman brings into the marriage. Nirse Malug and Nirse Son Barzel. The difference being, Nirse Malug are really hers. So let's say uh, apartment buildings. Um, during the marriage, the husband gets the rental checks, but the apartment buildings are still hers, and if, uh, I don't know, after 10 years they get divorced, she gets those apartment buildings, whether they're worth five times as much or one-fifth as much. Um, as opposed to Nixay Seinbarzo, assets that she brings into the relationship that are um, assessed, and whatever their assessed value is, that's what she's entitled to afterwards. Not more, 
not less. It's a more like um, sure uh, type of uh, I don't call it an investment or assets. That's why they're called son barza, which are, are very strong. So it says Abaye Imam Rubenixay Malug Yomru Benixay Son Barzel. If you want to say that uh, these rights exist when it comes to Nixay Malug, that she could sell them and the husband wouldn't be able to collect it from the Lekuchais. Um, and, and that makes sense, kind of, because we know those assets, as far as a woman's concerned, if they depreciate, it's her loss. If they appreciate, if they're worth more, it's uh, her gain. Would the same be said by Nixay Son Barzel, which that's not the case? Period. Amar Abaye. I underline Abaye. Uh, we were discussing just now the concept of tovas hana, that the, the rights that one has to give something to someone or to have someone collect in the future. It says that by those tovas hana, since we're discussing the issue, name of Amilsa, let us say something about it. Tovas hana, leisha havya, the um, whatever, let's say, cash value someone's willing to pay for that, it goes to the woman in the case of Aksuba, if you were to say that it, or any portion of it, all of it goes to the husband, limru la Ha'edim, the Edim in the Bryce that we had at the top of the page here, should be able um, to say to her, my afsadina, what, what loss did we cause to you? E havis mizavnis lalatayvis enough, you would have sold it for whatever rights to the potential to collect in the future. Bal havis shokim enough, the husband would have taken it from you. Amr of Shalman, so Shalman says back to Abaye, who wanted to say that Tayvas um, goes to the woman, well, not necessarily, Mishum Di'ika, Ravach Besa. It could very well be that even if the husband takes them, well, it still increases the, the net worth of the family, and, uh, and just it, it has her able to live on a, on a higher standard. So she does get a, a benefit uh, from it, whether it's just a nicer chandelier, or the husband's got a bigger bank account, or whatever it might be. Period. Amar Rava, I boxed Rava's name. Hilchasa, the uh, halacha is tovas hanal isha. That actually the woman gets the tovas from the ksuba. and the husband does not eat the peres. We don't say that that, that money that she got for it that uh, you buy uh, land and the land is really hers, and the husband eats the peres. Why my taima? Because the concept of peres true takinu le So a woman brings an asset into the marriage. Um, <clears throat> uh, the asset is hers, the husband gets the benefit of the rent checks. However, pira de pira, if that is sold, which is the tovas nadak supa, then the peros of the peros, lo takin le rabban, and the rabban didn't say that the husband has any rights to those. Period. Ki also rapapa varafuna braid of Yeshua mi bey rav, Amri, they said the following, it takes about five lines to develop this point, and here is another Triangle, because just like the triangle on the bottom of the previous Amud was trying to show that we have support for this uh, Takana Susha, so to this. So, uh, Tanina, le Takana Susha. And uh, we get it from, yes, uh, none other than our Mishnah here. I put right angles in, it's about a line and a half quote from our Mishnah. We had said that um, in, in day-to-day uh, interpersonal relationships, ha'eved veha'isha pegiyasanra, any sort of of incident where there's damage uh, between you and uh, some an Evid or Nisha, um, it, it's it's quite negative. Why? Because someone who damages them, Chayev is liable to have to pay. The Haim and they who damage somebody else, they're putter. So they certainly have an upper hand um, in like uh, dealing with people. Um, people would have to compensate them. They wouldn't have to compensate other people. Now, if you were to say 
like theoretically, lesa letakanasusha that we don't hold of it, and it's mutter for her to sell her nixay melog. Well, then tazvin nixay melog vatitainle. What do you mean that if someone has an incident with a, a married woman that she has nothing to pay with, let her sell her nixay melog and pay up with that? And therefore, it must be that we do hold of tzakanasusha, which strengthen the rights of the husband in his wife's nixay melog. The Gemara turns around and rejects this and says, Ulitameich, no, he granted, Nami de Ise le Takanasusha, even if we have Takanasusha. Veloy Matsi Mizavna le and she can't, like, totally sell her Ksuba rights to somebody else. However, this is a bit of a question, Tazvin le Nixay Malug, Betoyvasana, Betitinla, let her sell the Nixay Malug with the Tovasana of maybe being able to collect it and use that money to pay the uh, person that she caused damage to. Ella, it must be Deleisla that doesn't have over there. She that doesn't have enough of a ksuba hachanami Deleisla. It's not simply not significant enough. Well, okay, so she can't sell that. Well, let her at least sell the tazvin ksuba. So like her iker ksuba, the hundred or two hundred zuz that her ksuba is worth betayvasana with the rights to the person who buys it to collect the ksuba. Should she be the one who would have had the right to ksuba? Vetitelan, let her pay with that. Well. Ha, Mani, who would be the author of this opinion that apparently that's not an option? That would be according to the Tana Rebbe Meir, he, Da'amar, Rebbe Meir is the uh, approach, uh, we dealt with it extensively, Masech Ksubas, who says it's forbidden, Adam, Ishta, you cannot have a man living with a woman, in other words, a husband and wife living together, Afilu Shachas, even for a moment, but like Suba, there's gotta be that, that, that issue, sort of, hanging over the relationship, maybe in the back of their minds, maybe they don't care about it, but that, that he should know that uh, should he um, divorce her, he'd have a big suba to have to pay. So the Gemara rejects that and says, no, 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 not, not exactly. Time am I. What's the reason that we say that? So if the husband loses his temper, it shouldn't be easy for him to just say, oh, get out of here and, and divorce her because he's there's like a bunch of money that he would have to pay her. Well, Hacha, in this case, where he's not paying her any money because she sold the rights to the ksuba, um, well, lo megareish law, you know why he's not going to divorce her? De'i megareish because if he does, the guys that she sold the rights to are going to come a-knocking on the door, asking to collect in her place. Asu hanach de'zavni, the people who bought the rights to collect her ksuba, gavala and do just that. They'll collect the ksuba from him. Ella, so we have to try again. I squiggle under the Ella. Toivas hana. This is, I guess, a, a second of the three uh, attempted answers. Ela toivas hana. What is toivas hana if not mili ninhu? It's not not something concrete, not something tangible. It's it's, it's words. It's a, it's like that abstract right to collect. Mili that right, unlike a actual asset, lo mishabdi. You cannot be mishabated to the the nizak, the one who was damaged. So the Gemara turns around and rejects this attempted answer as well. Amal amalo. Well, one second. Why not? It might only be an abstract right, but it's one that has a dollars and cents value to it. It could be sold. Ella. So we try again. I guess this is a third attempt to answer this. Ella. Why does the woman not have any money to pay with? In general, if let's say I'm, I'm holding an IOU, it says that Bob owes me $1,000, and I sell that to Jim. I say, Jim, give me uh, 10 bucks for that. Yeah, sure, yeah. And then I turn around and call Bob and say, you know what, Bob, you don't owe me anything. Machel, 
that's it. The the loan is uh, is is forgiven and doesn't owe anything. But I feel Yarish Michael, not only the person himself, but even the person who inherited the right to collect it can be Michael. That's the issue going on over here. The Shmuel had said that she can basically sell it, but she can turn right around to her uh, husband and be Michael to him. We want to ask a question. Well, one second here. Amri, Zavuni Zavin, Vititain, Lay. Well, then let her sell it and give it to the Nizak. So to raise some funds and use that to pay the one that she damaged. V'i machla le legabe bal. And you know what? If she does that and decides to make it to her husband, timchala. But like, who says she will? The more answer is no, no. In all situations like this, Amri, the assumption is kol bal. If it's a woman with her husband, vadai machla She will definitely be meichel it to um, him. The, in other words, the ability she has in the future to collect, she'll uh, renege on that. And therefore, for us to institute something that would cause like a, a direct loss to the buyer, that we won't do. And if you want to try to say, well then, why not? Let her at least sell the Ksuba to who? To the guy that she damaged. With the, he should have the ability to the the rights uh, to collect it. De lagabe bal. For if in that case she was Michael, the um, responsibility to pay up the ksuba to her husband loka masa. Then he's not losing anything. The even now lo midika yavale. She's not really giving him anything, so it's not like there's a real loss. Answers the Gemara. So so well at the end of the day. Kol legabe bal vaday machla. For sure, she's married. And it comes to the husband. She will definitely be meichel to the husband. In which case, we don't want to cause the hassle and the time and effort of the bateidinim to deal with this case, where she's just going to be turned around and meichel to the husband atruchi to hassle the based in bekedi for really no uh, good ends. Loy matruchin on that we don't do. Kama elahantesanya. Well, one second then. What do we do with the Following Bryce, it's just over a line, I box it off, and it says as follows. Um, so before we had her uh, causing some sort of damage to some other guy, it says, and also if she causes damage to her husband, I squiggle underline three words, Lo ksubasa, she has not lost her ksuba. That's the end of the Tanaic source, asked the Gemara of Amai. Well, one second, why? Let her sell that ability or that uh, concern in the future the husband might have to pay out the ksupa to her husband himself for the toasana for that kavala with that uh, to pay for the damage that she caused him. Di machal bal because if she's going to be meichel to the husband well it's the husband himself like I'm saying there's no loss. So the Gemara answers and comes back to what we had said in Amad Aleph for sure havadai Rebbe Meir that this is according to the Shittas Rebbe Meir who says you can't do that because then you have the couple living together without a ksuba and you don't have that, so to speak, financial sword hanging over the, the man's head. Uh, a person cannot be together with his wife, um, the same house, even for a moment, but like ksuba, if there's not a ksuba. The Gemara attempts to reject this and says, well, one second. Time am I? What's the whole reason here? Question mark, comma. Why don't we allow a couple to be together without a ksuba? Because you don't want it to be easy for him to just chuck her out. Hacha, um, well, over here, Megaresh law, well, he'll chuck her out. Vigavile bechavle mina. And, and what is he, who's, who's going to pay the ksuba to? To himself. 
Therefore, if that's the case, that we're choshesh for, that he will divorce her, hashtanami, so to over here, Megarish could divorce her, the gavile bechavle mi ne, and he will be able to collect, uh, because of that divorce now, uh, from her rights. Gomorrah says, no, that's not really a good rejection. The brisa above is actually a case of kagain denafish ksubasa. You can't just say, well, he'll you know, pay off the ksuba. No, no, she's got a large ksuba. Demishuma who ports her for that little bit that he'd be able to collect. Lomav said tuva, he's not going to have to pay. So like he's he's standing to gain like $10,000, that's great, but her ksuba is like for a million. So uh, it's not even a thought that he would uh, do that. Ask the Gemara, well, one second, the nefisha ksubasa, if she's got a big uh, promise for her ksuba, big payment um, um, from that of a miksuba de araisa, and her ksuba de araisa is the basic ksuba of 100 or 200, and if there's a much larger amount than that, nukma aksuba de araisa, then why don't you just establish the two of them as a married couple keeping the ksuba de araisa in place, v'idach, and that additional amount, that amount, tizan, we've been talking up until now that she either sells like her whole rights to collect her ksuba or none of it, let her keep the basic ksuba, the 100 or 200, and the additional ksuba, the, the tosefes, tizavna nihale bechavle. Let her sell, so to speak, or sell, give to him, the husband, for that which she uh, damaged him, for the, the doctor bills, the, the, uh, the cast, and the hospital stay that he needed because she damaged him. Well, uh, could be that's a big ksuba, but also could be kigayin deloyin afisha ksuba, so ksuba is not so large from a regular ksuba de raisa. In which case, dahavi let's say the damage that she caused him is four zuz, because of a mere four zuz, there's no way the husband is willing to give up uh, 25, 25 slams, 100 zuz, in other words, to, to gain $400, no, most people are not willing to spend 10,000. Comma. Well, then that which, uh, here's a, another, it actually might be the uh, another part of the price that we had on the third and fourth line, this is a Tanaic source. It goes for about a line and a half. Uh, starts here. Kashem shaloi timkor vihitachtav. Just like she can't uh, sell her ksuba while she's still literally under him, he like living together with her husband. Kachloi tafsid vihitachtav. So too she can't cause a loss when she is under him. Now vahazim in the Gemara points out, but at times mishkach la demifsedad will turn out that it would be a loss. Vehechidami. Like what would the case be? Going to nefisha ksubasa. Where her total ksuba is much larger than the regular 100 or 200 ksuba. Amar Rava, so Rava explains that the seifa, the snake source we just had three, four lines ago, that is talking about a special type of uh, ksuba, not the standard ksuba, rather, us on the ksubas benin dichrin. Ksubas benin dichrin is if there's lots of children, she wants to make sure that the uh, the male sons that she brings into the relationship are able to collect the ksuba if and uh, when. It should be her collecting it, but it's only them. The hachi katani, and this is the way to understand the above tenaic source. We do a, a four-line rereading. Starts here, I put the right angles in. Kishem shahamaycheres ksubas lacherem, just like the woman who sells the rights to collect her ksuba to somebody else. Loi hifsida, that doesn't cause a loss or potential uh, loss. So one day, the, the ksuba has been different from her sons being able to collect the ksuba. My taima, why is that that it wouldn't cause a loss? Maybe she should. No, because Zuzi Huda Ansua, it was the, the money that she really needed that's 
that's that's forcing her hand in that case, and that's not going to have her her sons lose the the, um, the Jewish court um, impose ksubas mindichin rights. Kach so too. Her husband, uh, doesn't mean that her uh, male sons would, would lose out. My time, because of the same svara, that we uh, assume Zuzi, the uh, fact, the tightness in, in her financial situation, who done so was that which kind of uh, forced her hand or forced her into doing it. That's the end of the rereading. I put a uh, period in there, and in Mir Next year, we will pick up with the uh, Lema. Hot con.